Today, I want to talk to you guys about resting in the presence. Thinking about this, even just as we're worshiping and how each of us are created so uniquely. We're all formed, if you look in Psalms 139, it says we're all knit together in our mother's womb. And when God does it, he does it so uniquely. And the thing that fascinates me most is how each of us connect with God in such a different way. If you took my plans, if I could say it that way to use a simple word, if you took my plans of connecting to God, they probably wouldn't work the best for you. Some of us connect through worship with singing and praising God. Some of us connect with God through praying the best. Some of us through reading our Bible, we all have to have all these aspects in our life, but some of us connect different in different aspects. And today I wanna talk about resting in God's presence. As we're starting 2017 with prayer first, pray first. I wanna read to you guys out of Luke chapter two. Starting in verse 38, this is the story of Martha and Mary. Many of you have probably heard this. It's talking about Jesus and his followers. It says, as they continued their travel, Jesus entered a village. A woman by the name of Martha welcomed him and made him feel quite at home. It's interesting if you look right here, it says that Martha was the one that made Jesus feel welcomed. If you want my opinion, my opinion is for me, I would be right there with that. I love when people come over to my house, I love serving them. I do, it's, 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 I, it's what I do. I step into this mode of I'm gonna be there to serve them. I want them to feel that they're at home. So Martha was doing a good thing. She was doing a good thing. She made him feel quite at home. He said, she, has a, she had a sister, Mary, who sat before the master hanging on every word he said. But Martha was pulled away by all she had to do in the kitchen. Later, she stepped in interrupting them. I could put myself in this situation right here. You can imagine Martha is in the kitchen. She's doing all the work. She's cooking. She's getting drinks. She's making sure Jesus has ice water. Well, probably not ice water because that might've been a little more difficult, but she's giving him water. She's making sure if he's thirsty, whatever he needs, she's doing the work to make sure that he has it. And Mary, from Martha's perspective, let's look at it from Martha's perspective. Mary's wasting the time sitting there. I can imagine the conversation that she's having in her head. She's probably going through, how can Mary do that? How can Mary just sit there and listen and not do anything? How can Mary be so lazy? How can Mary be so irresponsible? You can imagine these conversations going on in her head. And I'm sure she thought several times, I'm gonna go out there and talk to her. I'm gonna go out there and talk to her. You, you could probably fit yourself in this situation in some way. I'm gonna go out there and talk to her. I'm gonna go out there and talk to her. I'm gonna go out there and talk to her. Okay, no, I'm gonna go talk to Jesus. 
and he's gonna tell her to come into the kitchen with me. You can imagine that this is what's going on. I've been there. So she's rehearsed this conversation in her head. She's got her thoughts. She's got her perspective. Mary needs to be in this kitchen with me because I'm serving. I mean, if Jesus stepped into my house, I'd be right there. I'd be like, Jesus, what do you want? Do you want water? Are you hungry? Do you need anything? And Jesus actually illustrated serving. We can, we can read the Bible. Jesus illustrated it. James tells us that we are to serve. Ephesians 2 chapter 10 tells us that we were saved by grace through faith so that we could do the good works he's called us to do. So Martha's got all this ammunition. So she builds herself up. I really like how he says, interrupted. She goes out and she interrupts them. Master, don't you care that my sister has abandoned the kitchen to me? I'm sure she was boiling over at this point in her mind, right? Like, Rehearses so much, boiling over in her mind. She's abandoned the kitchen to me. And then, and then she says it. Tell her to lend me a hand. And I can imagine at this moment, her idea of how this conversation would go would be that Jesus would immediately say, Martha, you're right. Mary, go help her. That's what Martha thought was going to happen. But instead, something different happens, a different perspective. The master said, Martha, dear Martha, you're fussing far too much and getting yourself worked up over nothing. And then he says one of the most interesting comments from my perspective right here. One thing only is essential. And Mary has chosen it. It's the main course. And it won't be taken from her. This story kind of messes me up a little bit. You want to know why? Because I sometimes want to serve to further my relationship with God. But Jesus kind of brings it different and Jesus says that you should have a relationship with God and you should serve out of that relationship. How I say this to myself often is, you have to be a Mary before you can be a Martha. 
Because if you try to be a Martha first, what you're gonna try to do and what I'm gonna try to do if I try to be a Martha first, if we try to be a Martha first, what's gonna happen is we're gonna take and we're gonna try to develop a relationship with God through our actions. And let me tell you something, our actions cannot develop a relationship with God. Instead, what should happen is our relationship with God inside of us through our spending time with him, which can happen in any different way. We have to each figure out how we spend time with God. Our relationship with God should develop spending time with him. And out of that, we should get compassion. You can see Jesus had compassion in the Bible. That's when your passion and God's passion line up compassion inside of you that moves you to use your gifts and your talents to impact other people and to be the light of the world. But I could tell you, I get that messed up so much. Because if I'm not careful, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna step into this serving in this act mode and I'm gonna try to develop a relationship with God through that. And that's only gonna leave me broken and empty when I find out that it doesn't work. But instead we can look at Mary and we could say, wow, Mary chose the best thing. And then I love what Jesus says. It will never be taken from her. Do you want to know what, what, what Jesus is saying right here? He's saying if you purpose to spend time in God's presence, if you want to stay charged up, if you look at yourself like a battery, if you get yourself connected to the charging unit, you will never run dry and it will never be taken from you. If we can all take and say, God, I'm gonna spend time in your presence and I'm gonna do my life out of spending time in your presence. God says that will never be taken from you. You will never run dry. But if you get it backwards, if you start to try to be Martha before Mary, what's gonna happen is that's gonna leave emptiness because that can't fulfill. We have to be Mary before we can be Martha. In Matthew chapter six, it says it this way. It says, seek first the kingdom of God. In James four, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. In Jeremiah 29, it says, if you seek him wholeheartedly, you will find him. God gives us promises that if we choose to focus on God, focus on Jesus Christ, he says the other things will be taken care of. We don't have to worry about it. I'm on staff back in the youth. And one of the things I often like to tell students is this, we can't accidentally live for God. But some of us try, don't we? I try. I try to just accidentally live for God all the time. But, I, but it takes more than that, doesn't it? It takes purpose. It takes urgency. It takes planning. Probably one of the best examples of this in my life is Pastor Dwayne. He plans every day 
to spend time in the presence of God. His son, Pastor Daniel, who's one of my really good friends, plans every day to spend time in the presence of God. Because they've got this right. You can't grow in God by accident. We have to choose. We have to carve out time in our Franklin Covey planner or Google calendar, whatever's your preference. We have to carve out time. Because if we don't, the little things in life, the less important things in life, fill it up, don't they? If we don't make time, we'll never find that time. Because when Jesus is over, like Martha, Sometimes it's easy to see if you need something to drink or to make food or to busy ourselves. But Mary chose what was better. Mary chose to sit down in the presence of God and to spend time resting there. So we're starting a series, a time. We're carving out the first few weeks of 2017. And as a church body, together and individually, we are saying we're going to spend time in prayer and fasting. So Tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to spend time. We're going to start this out with some time resting in the presence of God. The worship team is going to begin to lead us in a song of worship. And this is my challenge to you. I don't want you to stand up and start singing right away. I don't. I want you to sit there, rest, Quietly listen for God's heart, for God's voice. And maybe he just wants you to rest there for a little bit. But when you are to the point where you're ready to begin to engage him in an act of serving with worship after resting in his presence, then you could go ahead and start singing where you're at. You can stand up and start singing. But I just wanna take a few moments because if we don't plan for it, if we don't purpose to do it, it won't happen on accident. So maybe you can spend time resting if you wanna think about a verse, if you just wanna dwell on what God has done for you, 
the fact that he's restored you and renewed you in his relationship. I just wanna spend some time resting in God's presence.